Welcome back to the Sports Couch Podcast with your host, Chris, Matt, and Nick. And this week, we're going to do a little bit of a different um, format for you guys. We're just going to do a little bit of an NFL draft special for you guys. We're going to go through um, six questions about the draft. Specifically, we're not going to go into any other sports this week. Um, Nick won last week, so we'll get back into the regular format next week, and we'll have another week where either me or Nick will win, since Matt won't. You, you guys know, have I, anything I, to say? I feel, I feel like I, I, Isaiah Thomas when he says, you know, you met the criteria to be selected, but I wasn't. <laughs> from, the, from, the, uh, from the last dance. Wow. wow. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> wow. No comment. All right. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off the six questions real quick before we get into it, and we'll just do them in the order that I read them off. So who is most likely to be a bust in the top 15 picks this year. And number two is who was a steal that was selected after round one. Number three is grade your favorite team's draft. Um, number four, what team were you most impressed with on draft day? Number five, which pick in the draft surprised you the most? And number six, what QB uh, wide receiver duo are you most excited to see? So we'll get right into it here with, who is most likely to be a bust that was selected in the first 15 picks? If Matt, maybe you want to take us away here with a little short speech. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that uh, pick 15 for me, just, I don't know, something about his look, something about um, not having, uh, or I'm sorry, having a lot of weapons around him in college. Mac Jones to me might be a bust. I mean, I just think, you know, he had a Heisman trophy winner. Um, which got, he was selected, you know, 10th and you got Waddle who was selected sixth, um, another top 10 prospect. And I, I just feel like it hasn't really been. Well, I, yeah. Alabama is just always, I mean, uh, maybe you can talk about LSU, but, and Clemson, but Alabama is, uh, is pretty much, you know, NFL uh, G league. It, it's a league of its own. I mean, there, everybody on that team is, they have the most, nearly the most well, players drafted every year. So sure. to your point, he had, he was, he could have been elevated a little bit by a, a fantastic, not, not a good, not a great, a fantastic supporting cast and two of the best receivers, uh, you know, that are going to two of the best rookie receivers this year. So, I mean, it's just something yeah. to be said. So I, I understand I just that think, point of view. And, and, and I also just think that here's the thing, like Chris talked about, like on one of our first episodes, right. We look at this era of quarterbacks, like, is everyone going to be a hall of famer? So with that same model in our heads, like out of all these guys that got selected in the first 15 picks in terms of let's say quarterbacks, right. Even if he has to be a hall of famer to be good. No, 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 no. I'm talking, I'm talking about the, the, the way we had that conversation, like out of those guys, even if he's decent, we'll still say someone's a bust. So, you know, because out of every class, there's a quote. The bust is going to be, yeah. And he was selected number two by the Jets, like the Jets do every time. They pick the bus. They pick Sam Darnold's little brother. He looks just like him. He's maybe a little, he's a little more handsome than Sam Darnold, but I think he's going to be a bust. Do you don't like his face? Bust? You don't think he's attractive? <laughs> you want to go out with him? Listen, oh, Chris. I'm not into that. Like, I know it's 2021, go to Nick. I know, I know you might be into that. but All, all you've said is you don't like his face. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm telling you, I'm just telling you that he, he might be too handsome to be a good quarterback. I'll tell you That's what I like about that. That I like doesn't that make any sense, Chris. You can tell me what like you it. like about But no, 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 no. I'll tell you. Hold on, hold on. I let you talk shit about my quarterback. Let me talk shit about your quarterback real quick. I didn't Chris, say hold on. Hold Chris, on. I, was, oh, I, was I said he had about, a great uh, supporting uh, cast. Uh, I said politely uh, that he had nice quarter, nice wide receivers around him and that he hadn't had a chance yeah, to you know, be in a situation where he had to prove will be perfect for him. They know how to use a quarterback that's not as mobile. The Jets are are in a free fall. Once again, the Jets blew it up, and they picked this dude is going to an organization that always blows it. It's just it's just going to be tough. He, they, he, I think he, he played how many teams with a winning record? He only faced – he faced four teams with a winning record all year. Like, come on. I don't, I don't know. What about all the, all the teams that Mac Jones went up against? Zach Wilson didn't play anybody. Yeah, he didn't play anybody, but he also uh, didn't have – so, He didn't have wide receivers. He always comes from the shotgun a little bit. 
Okay. He, he, he's always out of the shotgun. Going, like, he didn't uh, have wide receivers uh, that are going to the NFL. And he, he also did 33 yeah, touchdowns. He led, he, he led the FBS in everything, Matt. He led it in passing This is yards. dumb, dude. This is dumb. Let's just move on to the next question. <laughs> it's just it's – just, we're just I'm gonna sorry, talk about why it's dumb. Our favorite. It, it, so no, when so when Zach Wilson is gonna be a bust, it's gonna you're gonna say it's dumb. Still, I know, I get it. No, I just don't want to get in a yelling match. I don't want to get in like a no, yelling cool. match about which quarterback's no, gonna be it. better. Can we like it's, it's just a waste of be time? A All right. Well, if you're done talking about how, if, you, if you're done talking about his hair, and if you're done talking about uh, the organization, meaning that uh, like like there's any the sort of consistency in the coaching staff, the different coaching staff from Darnold. Different uh, co- coaching staff, diff- different GM. Okay, so everything is different. Okay, they drafted it's, four yeah, every five offensive players different. in the first four picks. He's the highest grade co- quarterback and for zone the coverage in the league. Okay, he's the second highest accurate pass uh, accurate pass percentage in 2020 out of anyone in in co- in college football. Second highest second, grade co- quarterback in, in two minute drills <laughs> in 2020. I mean, Mac Jones Playing, is basically he played basic four winning teams. Okay, well, Mac Jones. My, my pro comparison to Mac Jones is your boy from the Giants. Okay, that's who. That's who he is. Yeah, that, he reminds <laughs> that, me. That, of him. That, that's him at his peak. So yes, he's going to to your point, Chris, into into a good system with a proven with a proven you know um, McDaniel's a proven yeah, offensive Wilson's coordinator who can actually produce. That's great. <laughs> Mac Jones has put it. He's going to be elevated by a nice you know supporting cast, a nice offensive coordinator. And so he can overachieve. Yes, it's a great spot for him. It's a great spot for him. But like I said, I just don't really see him as someone that's going to be better than league average. He doesn't possess ideal arm strength. He doesn't have any pocket movement. In today's NFL, you need to be able to move. You need to be able to throw on a dime on the run. He hasn't been able to show that. So that's my perspective on that. I'm not going to sit here and say that he's a bust. I don't really like talking about the top 15 picks and saying that they're going to, they're going to bust. I mean, maybe one does, but. I think that the offense that Zach Wilson's going into is tailor-made for a quarterback like him, being able to throw off balance, being able to throw on the run, being able to play action pass, zone reads. Who's he throwing It's absolutely perfect for – he's throwing to Corey Davis, Denzel Mims, Elijah Moore, um, uh, Jamison Crowder. Big name. Oh, yeah, big names. Um, Corey Davis. Corey Davis was a house. Name your number one receiver. Number one receiver on the Pats. Because it's going to be a downgrade from Waddle and and, – um, and uh, the other guy, uh, Devontae Smith. All right. That's so for just sure. Remember we I mean, had he's, throwing, he's throwing to – Four years from now. Who's his number one receiver? Who's his number one receiver he's thrown to? He's got the two of the best tight ends in the league. He's got the best tight end. That's how I asked. I said, to. who's the best receiver he's, got he's got thrown the, he, to? Yeah. The best – yeah. So, one of the – Hunter Henry. What do you mean? No, the best receiver. Wide receiver. The, oh, yeah. Lines that's that what outside. I said. That doesn't – okay, that's fine. But the best person he's thrown to is Hunter Henry. Who on the Jets is better than Hunter Henry? Corey Davis is better than Corey Hunter, Davis. Hunter Henry, I think. Okay. Corey Davis had more touchdowns and more yards last year. Was He's the second yeah, highest a pro football, football, football on a good team. Second highest pro football football uh, <laughs> focus rating out of team. any receiver. So yeah, on a good team. All right. Well, why don't we move on to the next question? Because uh, I don't so, really see the point in talking about next, Jets versus Patriots here. It's next, idiotic. Yeah, I know because you don't want to hear about how Zach Wilson's a bust. I get it. It's cool. Yeah, all you we'll said is you, you, you mentioned you mentioned games. you mentioned nothing other than his 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 schedule. Okay, pick something other than the yeah. headline up from well, ESPN well, and well, give he, me something well, else. Here's the thing, though, Chris, Zach yeah, Wilson's going to have more of an opportunity to prove himself because he's going to be starting Week One, and your boy Mac Jones is going to be on the bench. So we'll see. Zach Wilson Mac is, is going to be Mac Jones. Mac Jones is Daniel Jones. Stares down receivers. Sorry, not for me. Yeah. So Sam, I'm, anyway, I'm moving put, on. I'll put this in the writing too. Sam Darnold to have a better season than Zach Wilson. Just let's put I that out put it, I will put it in writing that that team after week eight, Sam Darnold will be warming the bench. So anyway, um, we're moving on to the next question here, the next topic. Who was a steal after round one? Um, and you guys are going at it a little bit. I, I do want to uh, mention uh, a steal here. Um, you know, not to, unfortunately, I am going to have to keep it around the Jets here. Uh, even if the Jets didn't take um, Elijah Moore second, if another team took him, I think that he should have gone in round one. So the fact that he dropped, um, I mean, he was a top five ranked 
uh, wide receiver by Mel Kuyper, who I'm not a huge fan of, but he was up there, at least in the top 10 in terms of wide receivers ranked coming out of college. Um, you know, he is great at 50-50 balls from the uh, clips that I've seen. Um, and I just think that he had great numbers in college, 86 receptions uh, for, you know, almost 1,200 yards. And he had eight TDs in 2020. The guy knows how to score touchdowns. He's a great route runner. And I just think wide receivers should be valued a lot higher in the draft. And I think we're seeing that as time goes on. Like, look at Waddle getting picked sixth. Look at, even though he's a tight end, look at Pitts getting picked fourth. I think that he drops for any before. team. Any team, he would have been a steal. Any team. I'm not trying to make I a think, Jets Patriots. I think any team who picked him in the second round was a steal. The, pro- the, problem, the problem is that a lot of, this, a lot of these arguments are going to end up being Jets Patriots because that's what we disagree with. Because I thought one of the steals of the draft – was the Pats too? I thought Christian Barmore was a steal because he was the highest rated defensive tackle in the whole draft and they got him in the second round. Thought that was a pretty good steal. I don't know, Nick, you have anybody else that's maybe not in the Pats or Jets that you thought was a steal? Uh, outside of the first round, we're talking, right? Yeah, outside of the first round. I mean, if you're not going to bring him uh, up, I, I really like. I really like Kenrick Green from Illinois from the Steelers. I thought that he's a great value. I think that, um, BYU's um, tight end, Matt, uh, how do you say his last name? Um, BYU tight end, uh, Matt um, Bushman. Yeah, Matt Bushman in the, in the second round to the Steelers as well. I thought they had a very good draft. Um, Matt, Matt Bushman's a really good player. He's got excellent size to be an NFL tight end. He's a good blocker. Um, he was uh, Zach Wilson's security blanket in college. And I think he's going to be a nice fit with the Steelers. And also I think this guy – uh, Kenrick Green fell to the third third round. He's gonna he blows people off the ball. He's gonna play center for the Steelers, and uh, I think you know overall they had a really good draft with uh, Harris. I think he's gonna be a top ten fantasy back this year. Harris, Najee Harris at the Steelers. So I think and overall they had a really good draft. And and actually I got to bring up the know, guy Green Green and 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 um, Green and Matt Bushman. I think are, are two sleepers that I think uh, should have gone a little bit earlier than they did. Real quick, uh, I agree with those, Nick. I, I can't believe you didn't mention this guy, Devontae Williams, uh, the second, you know, the tier, not tier, but in the depth chart running back for um, North Carolina. Or was he the first option? Might have been the first well, option. Well, it was pretty much a split. But it was a split. split. But, but here, here's the thing. Split. I mean, yeah. this guy had three games with at least three rushing touchdowns last season, and he had 19 rushing touchdowns. And that's a big upgrade from Philip Lindsay. So this is this a guy, Devontae. Have- Devon, yeah, a lot uh, of people Jeff, have him as the best running back in the in the draft, and he went third okay. running back. What do you guys went, uh, third overall in the second round? Because yep. I'm sorry, do you guys think this guy uh, Phil what do you guys is done? I don't think this guy's going to play as well as he's played in the past. So this guy's going to be their number one guy, right? I mean, they're not. What do you guys? What do you guys it. think about the the Bucks I think so. taking Kyle Trask? Say it again, Chris. What do you guys think about the Bucks taking Kyle Trask in the second round? Uh, I think it's a smart I move. For I think it's a really smart move. For their organization, I think it'll be nice behind Brady. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't it's, really it's, know to be honest. Uh, his I didn't watch him too much in college. No, I, don't I really know too much about him. But I, people were evaluators were very high on him coming out. So um, I think it's a good position for him to be able to develop and learn behind Brady for a couple of years. Not, I think not that's to mention ideal for him. We also have to mention if you brought that up, Chris. I mean, I don't know this guy's stats too much. I didn't watch him or highlights, but this guy, you know, Davis Mills. Houston's in a panic right now. So I thought that they did a really nice job snagging, you know, the highest at that point available quarterback in the third round. Um, you know, two teams, Bucks obviously coming off a championship um, are in a better position, but Brady's, I mean, we joke around, we think Brady's going to play till he's 50, but still having a security blanket is great. Um, I agree with that. I think that the Bucks did a nice job there because you, you got to, with a, I know sure. Tom Brady. I don't know if he's going to retire. He will, but, you know, I, he can keep going. So it's like, you know, I, I do agree. Nick, I, don't know. I, don't I thought know those way. guys you brought up, Nick, were great as well. The guys you mentioned in the second round. Um, yeah, uh, and maybe outside if, of the if we, we want to go, go outside the second round, I mean, I know we don't like talking about the Jets, but I, I, it was absolutely ridiculous that Michael Carter – you know, lasted to the fourth round. I mean, he should have been a third round pick. It doesn't really make much sense to me why he lasted that long, but I'm cool with it. I mean, this is a guy that's just absolutely dynamic. He's a bit undersized, but he's, you know, he's very good, perfect for their zone rushing scheme. He's very elusive. He was like, um, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he was very good yards after the catch. Uh, and, I, and he was pretty much split even 
with Javante uh, in that fantastic North Carolina backfield. So to be able to get him at the top of the fourth round, I thought was a was a pretty big steal there. Um, my my pick yeah. still has to go. Yeah, off that point, Nick. This guy, um, Javante. I, I I just think that he's going to be he's going to be like um, who's the guy that came out of the backfield last year that I had in fantasy Jaguars. James um, uh, Robinson. Yeah, I think he's going to have a year like him. That's my that's my prediction that this guy is this Javante Williams is going to go off. I think he's going to have a very good year. I think it's a good spot for him. Um, But like Michael Carter being, uh, you know, first in yards, uh, you know, plays past 15 yards. He's a big play guy. So I think he's going to actually going to be inserted into the starting lineup immediately to get a starter in the fourth round. I mean, that's, it's pretty nice. So if we want to move on here, you know, to, to grading, we we could either skip that one because we've been going a lot about, yeah. So we'll go on to the next one. We'll grade our favorite team's draft, Nick. So, so Matt, maybe if you want to get into the Eagles a little bit, since you're not a Jets fan. Well, <laughs> so, for, for, for the Nick, listeners, just so we can talk about three different I, teams instead of just two. <laughs> well, you know, I, I I do I do have to say that um, you should have just stayed. I grew up. Fan. They won a yeah, Super Bowl I, two I, years ago. I, I grew up an Eagles fan, and uh, you know because I um, I liked Allen Iverson, and uh, you know I thought. You know, if I'm rooting for the seventy sixers, the if the if I'm rooting for the seventy sixers, <laughs> I might as well keep it consistent. Root for the Eagles. And I, I was big on To. I was big on Donovan McNabb. You know that that quote sick game where he was in the huddle for like three minutes against the Pats. That was rough. But uh, anyway, I mean, I I'll talk about the Eagles a little bit. I think the Eagles had a a great draft. I mean, this guy, everyone's so worried about his size. Everyone's so worried about you know him being undersized, and I just see right through it. I see right through it. This kid is going to go off Devontae Smith. Yeah, and and I don't know how they got that trade (laughs) to go through. They moved up to a division rival. But um, I think that the highlight for the Eagles, um, you know. Because they hate the Giants more. Exactly. You know, but this whole whole quarterback situation for them, um, I like this guy. I know Nick's a huge fan. Um, So I think it could be a nice duo. Um, you know, this guy, Devonte Smith is going to have a really great year. I think, uh, he's going to surprise a lot of people. Um, so I know Matt kind of gave up when they got rid of Carson Wentz. He was, that was, his, he was a big Carson yeah. Wentz guy. I'm not, I'm not a huge Carson Wentz fan, but I think, you know, this guy, <laughs> this guy, Landon Dickerson that they got this, uh, this guard, I, I, I think from Alabama, everyone's talking a lot of great stuff about those first two picks that oh, they got. Alabama guys. Yeah. Alabama. They got two Alabamas in the first pick. They got someone to protect. Jalen Hurts, and they got someone for Jalen Hurts to to throw to, and this guy's going to be elusive, Devontae Smith. You guys, right. so that's that's my little bit about the Eagles. I think I would give them a nice B rating um, for what they did okay. uh, for the position right, so, that they're so in. So Nick, so Nick, now um, if you, you want to go into a little bit about the Jets, since we know they yeah, got Zach qu- Wilson, real two, quick, yeah, I mean, I think maybe, uh, to maybe your more point, Chris, after that. Yeah, just to your point, Chris, about, you know, oh, it's the same old story, another quarterback for the Jets. What's different here? So I'll tell you what's different here, Chris. First time since 1986, they've drafted four players, four offensive players uh, off the board, one, two, three, four. And, you know, they immediately made a priority to not only get protection, but get weapons for a young quarterback. They got the highest graded passer in the draft, Zach Wilson. They got the second highest rated receiver in the draft. Um, in Elijah Moore, this is a guy that is dynamic. He is he ran a four point three two forty. That is um, slightly point oh three um, slower than um, um, uh, it's escaping me right now. Receiver for the Chiefs, uh, Tyree Kill. So he's a guy that can wow. play on the outside. He's a little Rain bit undersized. Third. He's five nine, um, a little bit undersized. He's explosive. He's fantastic. He was second in the country yards after the catch. Uh, he's very elusive he's in space. Be- so he's gonna be. Um, so he's gonna have 98 speed in Madden and be like a 72. That's what it sounds like. Uh-huh. He gets a chance <laughs> to sit him. behind. He gets a chance to sit behind uh, Jameson Crowder, who's a top five, you know, slot receiver in the NFL. But not only that, he's not just a slot receiver. He's a bit undersized, which is why maybe he slid to the second round, being a five nine. But he, you know, he's he's actually top five in the in the league last year in contested catches. And for a guy that's that small, being able to go up and get the ball, that's another huge plus. And then they, you know, fall, you know, they, they traded up, which a lot of people say you don't like trading up, but you trading up and get uh, for a guard, Elijah Vera Tucker, the best guard in the draft, absolutely blows people off the ball. That's protecting your quarterback. And then, like I said, that steal of the fourth round, top of the fourth round, 
you get Michael Carter, who's a guy that was, you know, first in yards for the past two years, yards, um, you know, plays past 20 yards. And uh, he's, you know, over the past two seasons, he had 380 touches and only one fumble. He's great receiving out of the backfield, which is great for their zone run scheme. And he feels a need immediately. It's going to be a, a running back by committee. It's, it's fresh legs coming out of college. He actually shared, he has less tread on his tires because he shared the load with Javante oh. Williams. A lot of these guys coming out, Najee Harris, you know, um, Etienne, they, they don't have his, they, they don't have his fresh legs. So I think that's something to be said there as well. And then they follow up <laughs> that with, with getting some, you know, getting some, some nice players in the later rounds that the Robert Salaby and defensive coordinator can mold. Nazar Nazar Dean is his name. Hasma Nazar Dean. He fell. It was the third round grade on him. He fell to the sixth round because of uh, injury. He tore his ACL last year. He was out for the whole year. So a little bit of a, of a smaller sample size, but he's a guy that kind of can play that um, uh, George uh, Ioka role, the kind of the, um, the safety in the box kind of um, linebacker hybrid. They got a lot of guys like that. I think he's a very good value there. Also think this guy from, same similar position, Norwood, Jamie and Norwood from Auburn. Big thing I like about the class, you know, in the later rounds is that they got guys not from small schools. They got captains. They got guys, high character guys from large schools, Auburn, Florida State. You know what I mean? So Pittsburgh. So they got these these schools that play legitimate conferences. And so I think that, you know, gives a shot for a defensive coordinator, a defensive, well, a defensive minded coach to really um, get the most out of these guys. So I thought those were great. And so overall, I give it an A minus right, so, um, because they had to trade up for the guard. But a well, minus I, I, I do want to say real quick before I let you go, Chris, that, you know, say what you want about the Jets. But I was saying in the offseason that they needed to do something like a splash. Like they needed to do something that the organization wouldn't do for safety in the past. Like what they would have done in the past is they would have just taken linemen or they would have taken protection. They took offensive I just think it was great that they went offense offense because I think the NFL is a really offensive driven league right now. So um, I just wanted to add that, but what do you think Chris about the Pats? Um, I think the Pats, I'll give them a, like a B B plus for their draft just because they stayed at 15 and got the guy that they wanted, obviously. Cause they could have, cause all, the whole time yeah, they didn't panic three. They didn't they panic. didn't panic. They stayed at number. They stayed at fifteen and got the guy they wanted. Uh, you can say what you want about him. He might be a bust. He went to Alabama. He so he should be good. So Bill Belichick and Saban are really close. I I would assume. Yeah, seems like there's something to be said there. Yeah, I feel like I, I would agree. Nick Saban was was telling him about like, oh, take this guy, take this guy. Like, well, Sa- just, Saban just, it, likes him a lot. Yeah, it just it just to me to me it, giving them. Like their grades stayed pretty high because they they stayed put even when the Bears made that trade up to get to to move up to get the um Justin Fields, Fields Justin Fields I don't mm-hmm. know why the names always split slip my my um brain but um but yeah I like I like because they got a quarterback they need to get somebody in there because Cam Newton can't throw the ball and like I was saying before I I love their second round pick Christian Barmore he was the number one rated defensive tackle in the draft and they got him in the second round. And they yeah, got, what was uh, the drawback on him? They got a why did he slip? I, I, I think there was some injury concerns. I, I don't think he, yeah, I think there was some injury. I don't think he played. I think he sat out last season, is what it was. Oh, I he think got, opted I, out. I think he opted out. Yep. And then they picked this guy, Ronnie Perkins from Oklahoma in the third round, who I think is going to be pretty solid. He's a good defensive edge rusher. Um, and then they got this yeah, back uh, from Oklahoma. Where, Ramondre Stevenson, who's pretty big, might could play a little bit of like the Legarrette Blunt role they had back in the day. I'm not saying he's going to be that, but I just yeah, see real comparison. Big Twelve. Big. Real quick, Chris on uh, on Lonnie Perkins uh, from Oklahoma. Really high on this kid coming out. I you know watch Big Twelve a lot, so I uh, I yeah I saw him dominating uh, West Virginia, and he, <laughs> um, he he's the only defensive lineman with 90-plus grades in run defense and pass rush. You hear that stat, though, Chris? He's the only defensive lineman in the class with 90-plus grade for pro football focus in in, in run defense and pass rush. So you can do it all, and you get a guy like that 
who could be an instant maybe, starter in the third round. So, I think that's so with uh, that stat, maybe we're leaning up towards a little bit more towards the B plus range. M- m- you yeah. must have a good GM. Must have a good GM <laughs> over there, Chris. <laughs> they must have some. They must have a good scouting department over here in Foxborough. No, but I, I do really I'm like kidding. that pick. That's my that's my favorite no, I, of, of, I like, of you guys. I, I yeah. like I like that pick too. I I really like that. Like I was saying, I like this um this running back pick, Ramondre Stevenson, because he's a little bigger, big body. Not as not one of these little small shifty guys that you see coming in that get beat up a little bit, and I and going in later they they picked Cameron McGrone from Michigan in the fifth round, which I like going into the linebacking group because they have um, Chase Winovich who played for Michigan. I don't know they they must have been teammates because he just came out last year, and I I just like getting guys that maybe are a little more comfortable playing with each other, you know it means a lot especially if they know somebody coming into the NFL it might help out a little bit. But I thought overall, I thought they they stayed pretty um, and they they stayed pretty like level and didn't make any crazy moves to trade up early where they would have had to give up Stefan Gilmore or somebody. I thought I thought it worked out pretty well for them. I don't know what you guys, if Matt has anything to say. I know Nick liked one of the picks, but I yeah, thought I, they, I that, thought they drafted pretty well. Yeah, I thought that overall. Uh, overall, depending overall, on how, if Matt Jones is if Matt Jones is good, it's a good draft. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that um, overall. I mean, say what you want, though. You know, Chris about the Jets. I think overall, for what they're creating, I think that they drafted the best they could have possibly drafted um, in terms of getting needs and getting guys that slipped later. Um, oh, Chris, defensive, defensive players that slipped later, and I think the Pats. To and, your point, and we Chris, know. I, and we know what Bill Belichick's strategy is, the, the undrafted free agents thing. The, he'll find one stud there. <laughs> and what I'll, I, what, what, I'll, what I'll say, Chris, is that, you know, we never really know what the quarterbacks, right? A lot of it no, depends on just, a, a, lot, really lot, a lot of different factors. So, <laughs> no, we, we really don't know what the quarterbacks. So what can you do on, on draft day, right? You want to come out of the first three rounds, I would say, with at least two starters. And if you can say to yourself, Two guys on my board that I got are going to be immediate impact players for the Jets. It could be Carter. I think it they, could be Elijah Very Tucker. Or you could say more. And for the um, for the Pats, you could say um, those two defensive linemen. Defensive linemen they got. You know, Ronnie yeah. Perkins and what, what's the other guy's name? And Chris Christian Barmore. They should. They might yeah. So those are instant right guys that can that can start. And and then after that, it becomes you know how good of a scouting department are you? It becomes what what can you get out of these guys? It's just dart throws, right? It's just dart throws. So. For the both the Pats and the Jets, I would say being able to come out of day one and two with at least two starters, I think that's a home run. That's impressive. I agree. And I think that brings and, us and they, into, and they both are bringing in rookie quarterbacks with a lot of potential at the end of the day, no matter what we want to yep. say about them. It's true. They have a lot. They have a lot of potential. I think that this was a really um, impressive um, quarterback class, and I think that uh, there's a lot of potential. It's a pretty deep draft, really well. honestly. It's a deep draft, and I think that again, um, I was listening to. I can't quote. Um, I cannot quote specifically who it was, but um, you know who who it might have been. Um, Dan Orlovsky um, was talking about this, saying how we live in a in a world now where these. With these NFL teams are creating offenses to make college quarterbacks feel like it's an extension of college, and they can really, really progress in that way. Whereas there's less of this learning curve mm-hmm. when they go into the NFL because they're trying to run offenses that feel like college. Look at Kyler Murray. Well, they have. I mean, look at they Lamar have to Jackson. Build Herbert. Yeah, the guys that they draft. But that wasn't they happening. Just, I don't know if you guys think this way, but that wasn't really happening. It was like, here's the NFL, this elite league, and here's college. You, you guys got to yeah. learn learn your way in. But yeah, it was adapt. Were, yeah, adapt yeah, to my scheme. Yeah, Someone learned along the way, wait a minute, these guys are excelling. Like, I don't think that Lamar Jackson will have a season like he had ever again. I don't. I think he's still going to be good. But that, that year, it was like, let's just give this guy what he did in college. And he went off, and no one knew how to guard him. Yeah, I agree. Um, so maybe if – so I think we should get away from this topic now. We've been going at this for a little while. Yeah, if I you think guys we... want, so maybe we'll get into what team were you most impressed with on draft day. I, I, for I, I hate to be the one to call, but I'm gonna go first, and I'm gonna say I I was honestly most impressed with the Eagles. Wow! Because the, the way that the way they were able to move up in front of the Giants and take the guy that the Giants wanted, I like that move, and I was honestly impressed. A steal. With the I let the Cowboys got a steal at traded back and still got Micah Parsons, which is incredible to me. 
and um, because they really needed the defensive help. And I yeah. like the, and, and I really like the um, who the what who picked oh the I like the Falcons pick. Yes, which, that that was what I was gonna with, say, Chris. Not just, yeah, just to ex- extend popcorn off you there, taking everybody's stuff. Well, no, I just the, took the Bengals. The Bengals took Joe Burrow's receipt. They took Chase, right? Chase, I, yeah. I so love that's that cool. Too. Yeah, to to bounce off of of what you said about Pitts, I just think that you're the Falcons. You sat there with bated breath, watching the players go in the first few picks, and you said, "I know I could possibly pick a quarterback here, but you know what? I'm going with the best offensive player in the draft." I just thought that that was so impressive because Matt they could have scrambled. They have Matt Ryan, but it, they have yeah, they could have picked Matt security. Jones. They yeah, put they, Justin Fields. I'm asking this to you guys. Do they have any security? Do they have anybody on the bench behind him right now? I don't think so. Oh, don't think so that, that's what I'm saying. Matty Ice. I mean, Chris, you brought this up. It's not it's, really. It's it's Ridley. It's I mean, they, they are right. stacked there in terms of weapons. And this guy can block and he can receive. I just think that they you didn't know scramble. Be fantastic, I was really though, with that. I, it's going to be very fantastic when they have all those weapons and still blow 20-point leads in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Chris. No, but I, I, I agree with that. I was also, which I think, you know. They only we'll get did it to, a couple times this year. We'll get to later with a question that's coming a little bit later. But I also, not to give away what I'll, I'll talk about later, but I was also impressed with, um, with the Bengals getting chased. Because, again, I think that that's an organization listening to your young talent. I just think it's awesome. And one more, one more before I let Nick go. I, I was impressed with the Ravens picking our boy Ben Mason over there. Oh. Congrats, oh, okay. Newtown okay, cool. Zone. Yeah, congrats, oh, yeah. Ben Mason. He's yeah, perfect. He's perfect right, yeah. for that scheme, too. He's going to be a mauler out there. So ben shout Mason, out to Newtown. Newtown High School. Congrats, man. We're going to be watching you, man. We're going to try and get you on this podcast. <laughs> so, but Nick, <laughs> Nick, since we're on this topic, you want to bring up to Chris? The Ravens, the Ravens took yeah, a while to see Nick. I will, I will say, <laughs> yeah, they, and they got their guy. You look at Rashawn Bateman. He was my best outside. I mean, well, outside of the – outside of uh, Chase, he was my best outside receiver, I would say. I had him ranked fourth overall, my receiver rankings, and he went fourth overall out of the receivers. And this is a guy that had 90.5 pro football focus grade. He's an outside receiver. He's great, you know, with contested catches. He makes some – I don't know if you've seen – you guys should look him up, on um, Rashad Bateman, on, on YouTube because he makes some, like, spectacular catches, like one-handed, like fingertips. Like, he's a guy that can play outside, those gloves. inside. He's a, a fantastic route runner. I think they found their wide receiver one. He's not just a guy who's a speed demon like uh, Brown. He's a guy that can really move the sticks. He's a guy that can run pretty much any route tree. Um, and, and he's also a weapon in, in, in the end zone, in the red zone. So Nick, Lamar I think Jackson that, has to do a lot better in the pocket. So if he can run good routes, it, it'll be good for him. He's got to, he's a, he has to really enhance his ability in the pocket. So, Yeah, I think he's a very good player. Um, I think he's going to be – uh, I think some people overlooked him. Uh, I think he should have maybe gone even a little bit higher. I think he's a very good player. And they also got a pass rusher in Jason uh, Awu, uh, or Awi. I can't say his last name, but I know people were very high on him. I didn't, I didn't like look at his stats too much, but he was one of the top pass rushers. And so you, you, as a contender, if you can add a wide receiver one and you can add a, a pass rusher to bulk up that defense and get after the passer, especially in you know today's uh, NFL, it's – you know, the best quarterback wins. If you got to get the quarterback moving, you got to get him. As you, as you saw, you as you get saw in the Super head. Bowl, even, even the best quarterbacks in the league don't play well when they're getting, when they're on their when, back. When, yeah, That's yeah. True. So that, that was a good pick as well. So I thought they had a very good draft. All right, real quick correction. Jason Owe, pass rusher from Penn State. Uh, really good player. My bad getting his name wrong. But uh, it, great addition it for them. It's, it's tough. People get my name wrong all the time, so I don't feel bad. Even Matt spelled my name wrong in the – in our little man. intro. <laughs> hey, the jury's still out on that. We don't know. You were the one in charge of that. So we'll just, we'll just leave it there. But we're going to go into our next question here since we're trying to get through this in a decent amount of time. So maybe you guys listen to the whole thing, which I'm sure people aren't even listening at this point. But, you <laughs> we know, we hope, yeah, we hope. Yeah, hope, hopefully you got past the pass versus Jess debate there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, pe- I mean, people probably are laughing if it gets a little heated. It's kind of funny at the end of the day. But we'll go in. So, so the next <laughs> one will be which which pick in the draft surprised you the most? And I don't know, I don't know what you guys think, but the one that surprised me the most was the was the was the 49ers. I don't know how you guys felt about that. If you guys have something else to say, I thought the 49ers 
jumped out into the court to the quarterback when they still have Jimmy Garoppolo, and he wasn't one, and he hasn't played very many snaps. His name is I'm blanking on his name. Trey Lance. Trey Lance I don't know yeah. why. Trey Lance. Yep, I, I like him, but I just think he's not NFL ready yet. I think it's well, going to be. Tough. I, I, I think yeah, but I think you get snaps. a you get a security blanket, Chris. Jimmy G's gone, man. He's gone. I don't think he's gone. I don't think he's gone. Not this year. Not this year. They have a security blanket. They love this kid. But why would they? Why would they? But why would they trade up to? You don't trade up to because they think hit a quarterback. Excuse me. You don't trade up. You don't pick a quarterback at number three to put him on the bench. It's not. Why would you do that? That's not true. Why? Why not do that? If you have the pick, here's my theory. I always think like with the Jets when there was all talk of they should trade down this and that. You win two games. You need to use that pick. You need to use it, even if you had. They, you know, they some- traded up to number three. You have to use it on something that can help you win now. If you're trying to go to the Super Bowl or this and that, they were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. Why I are you picking a quarterback? I understand. I mean, this, that. this is a very this is a very smart quarterback. Hasn't been on the you know hasn't played a lot of games. Only 19 games that he played in college, but he's a guy that was already. I've seen. I haven't seen too many highlights of him, but he was already in there going through his reads, he, you know, d- um, picking up disguise blitzes, calling out audibles. You see that from somebody that young. I mean, they clearly think this guy is going to be all world. They think he's going to be someone on the level of a Patrick Mahomes. That's what they think. And some people are, some talent evaluators are really high on this kid and they think he's a few years off, but he could just, they say that he's the smartest quarterback out of anyone that's, that's coming out this year. Um, they also said goes his, through his body reads very well. Built. Is built and, the best, and they and they needed someone that's a little bit more mobile, I think, to really put yep. them into. We already had this discussion on a previous pod how Jimmy Garoppolo might not be, you know, the person that, that puts them over the mountain in terms of the the dynamic threat because of the you know. To be quite honest, so you he, think he was so part of the reason maybe that, that they blew like the Super Bowl. So, I think they need someone that's more dynamic, and this is this guy checks in the box. I mean, he threw two interceptions in the past in, in the last five minutes, and they blew a twenty-one point lead. I mean, that's not to being disrespectful. That's just calling it like it is. <laughs> they should have won that game. It's how it goes sometimes. You win some, you lose some. You know, you know that very well, Jets fan. I, honestly, though, I'm, I'm going to say this: <laughs> I was very surprised, very surprised with that move. Although I like it, I was very surprised with that trade up from the Bears to get to secure Fields. You know, as a as a as a newly formed Jet fan with my dad and my brother, I was happy that they stole him from the, from the Pats because you you know if he was available, oh if, if he was available if he was available that the Pats would have taken him. I was I just, sweating. I, I just think that when you trade up to get somebody like that, I, I thought they they needed it. They traded up, but it surprised me because I didn't think that they'd give away as much as they. Did. I just thought oh, these, when it happened, I was surprised State by it. I was surprised. I will by say it. one thing that was surprising for me. I mean, it was surprising the Jets traded up into the into the 14th pick for Elijah Vera Tucker. That was a little shocking to me, but I loved the pick. One thing that I would say was a little bit strange. Let's see. Looking at this, uh, I thought, um, I I thought, thought the there was more talent. What'd you say? I thought the Falcons picking Pitts early was kind of strange. Like I don't think it. Like, I thought it was a good pick. Phenomenal but like, I just pick. thought it was so it was weird. They picked the tight end so early. Phenomenal pick. Set a precedent. Take a guy who's talented and ready. That's what I've said to Nick for years, Chris. Why are wide receivers sometimes not taken in the first three picks? Why are kickers not drafted? I don't understand this. I just don't All understand. Right. Kickers. Yeah, kickers. Uh, I, I think kickers should never be a first round pick. I, I never said first round. I I I mince my my words were a little jumbled there. I think wide receivers should be valued higher than they are and i think we're heading in a direction where they are yeah i know this year look at offense is way offense is way more valued than it's ever been at this point and you there's weren't i think the first until was it until the um the panthers pick it was all offensive players i think the top seven picks am i correct the top seven picks were all offense and the top six picks were position players First two picks, That's quarterbacks, tight end, wide receiver, wide receiver, and was then this an the, this was the first time Was this the first time ever there were three straight quarterbacks taken? And when I say position three? players, I mean uh, skill players. I'm not you know sure. I will say I was, surpri- I was surprised by the uh, Joe uh, Tehran edge pick from the Bucks uh, coming out of the thir- um, 32nd pick. I thought they 
would I mean, I thought Javante Williams made sense as a running back that add another weapon to Brady. I get it, it's a pass rusher, but it was a little bit of a reach. He was more of a late second rounder for me. Well, and let me was, ask you this. Like, he was he was like the fifth edge that went off the board and, the Bucks and three in a row at the weapon. end. So I, I just don't I, I think he's a little bit of a raw prospect. Um and I thought it was a little bit high for him, but um so that was a little bit that probably surprised getting, me a bit. The Bucks are getting Edelman next week. Get out of here. Uh, Nick, Nick, what about what about the running back that the Jaguars took from Clemson? You know, hooking up. That, that was, was shocking. Too. Good point. That was, that was very shocking. strange. That yeah, was shocking. Especially with James I, Robinson sitting there. They they signed Carlos Hyde, too. Yeah. Do, do you think, though, do you think that it was a little bit of that pressure of watching what they did with Chase and Burrow? Do you, like, do you think it was, oh, maybe we should hook up our guy with a guy that we can do check downs with? I mean, I just think they have running backs there. Well, I don't know. I was surprised by that. I, I like – I like – I'm not saying it was it was the smartest choice, but I like like I was saying before, I like that they're trying to pair up these guys. It's with pretty cool. Comfortable well, Matt, I think to your I think it's to your point. It, it, it screams, I want to run what they what Lawrence ran at Clemson. I want the guys that he was running it with it that sense. dominated. Yeah, so, and this guy this guy can just come in for like it two makes snaps. Sense. He yeah. doesn't even have to, but he doesn't have to learn. They don't have to build chemistry together. They're already going to nope. be pretty solid playing together. We'll see. I think I think I like I don't think it was a bad pick. No. So I, I just think, think it was weird because they already have a running like Robinson in play. I think that's a great segue into the next conversation, which is who's your favorite it, yeah, wide receiver? I, I will, uh, oh, you don't want to move on yet? Real quick, I will say that I, I don't really love the pick. Uh, you know, running backs in the first round when they're dime a dozen that they're going to be really, really explosive and. He's a guy that was heavily, you know, huge workhorse back in college, uh, a little bit of less tread on the tires than um, uh, than some other guys. I just think that they've – it's not like this team was like middle of the road last year, okay? They were worse than the Jets, okay? They have an awful defense, awful, okay? So if they, if they want to <laughs> build this organization up, yes, it's good. Mm, like I said, always surround Trevor Lawrence with talent, but this was a fucking awful – the worst defensive team in the, in, the, in the league. I mean, let's be real. They, they, they were awful. They have the no Jets corners. Weren't the they worst have no linebackers. The no, the Jets no, they were not. No, the no, Jets were the number the Jets, line. the Jets were the number one run defense for almost the entire season. They were the worst offense in the league. But I'm saying Didn't they give you up can't the most just. Points, then? They were they I was, ta- yes, I was talking about run defense. Defense. Though, yes. No, no, I'm just, I, I'm not trying to be. You're right. No, you're right. They did. They gave up a franchise record for points. Chris, for a 2 and 15 team. To not address the de- the defense, you know, and, and get a running back when they already have one. James Robinson and Carlos Hyde. I just think no, they won one been... game, Nick. They won one game. <laughs> okay, one game. Yeah. Yeah. So, I that now that we we're talking about it, that is my dark horse sort of surprise pick. When I saw them pick a running back, I was I was just very surprised when you had James Robinson, who was a very efficient running back on a team that was horrible. So, um, he was like a saving grace. So I don't know how he felt about that. There was that. a lot of defensive talent left on the board too. Yeah. As, yeah, especially to next point, how like we were talking about horrible their defense guys, was. Got the defensive line, they could have got they could have got one of those guys with that pick, maybe or somebody else. Not necessarily so, those guys, but so speaking of which, I uh, now that I, I want to move on a little a little to that our last sort of topic, um, which is uh, what QB wide receiver duo are you most excited to see? And since we were talking about that extension, so are of college, we talking? So are we talking new? No, like I mean what just happened, like draft or. Or we, any of them. We could because, again, there's like Trevor Lawrence which is going to be hooked new. up with somebody. Sure, we can do new. I mean, and if we're going new, I, I got to go with uh, – well, also, it doesn't have to be new because we could say – someone could say Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith could be uh, – That's new. It could be good. All right, sure, new. Yeah, yeah, yes, new. Um, <laughs> That's I new. Thought, yeah, you're right. So I, lo- I, I love that. Speaking of, speaking of that, I love the Joe Burrow. Joe let Burrow. Let me go. Let me go. My yeah. newest one. Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Joe Burrow and Chase, I just think, you know, Chase finished with 84 receptions for 1,780 yards and 20 touchdowns in that campaign season when Joe Burrow. Burrow won the Heisman. Yeah, because they sat out. They didn't play last year. So I just think, like, that is ridiculous. I mean, win the national championship. I just think they're going to be boys in the locker room. They're going to go off. I'm so pumped to see that. So pumped. Because you see guys, like, moving around all the time, Chris. Like, oh, he played with him in college. It's his, like, fifth year in the league. Now these guys are fresh out with each other, like right from the start. It's great. It's great. I yeah, I will the, say I will, I will, the, um, the Eagles pick. The Eagles one is cool. The um, 
that was another one I was saying. Even though it's not a tight end, I mean, even though it's not a wide receiver, I love, I like Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts. I think that's going to be pretty solid. It's going to be more than solid. I'll tell yeah, you that. It's going to be awesome. Exceptional. Well, I mean, that dep- I think that depends more on Matt Ryan than Kyle Pitts. I think. <laughs> it's never been Matty Ice, man. Matt Ryan, Matt, he's Matty not kind of trash. He's got good numbers. He's never yeah. had a defense. <laughs> okay. He gets a lot of disrespect. He's a blue blue MVP. Put some respect on his name. Matty Ice. Anyway, uh, I will say, uh, in terms of, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for the Elijah Moore, Zach Wilson connection, of course, the Bateman and, um, and um, Lamar Jackson connection, that's going to be good. And I do really like um, Najee Harris to the Steelers. I think that we said receiver, receiver overall players. We're, so we said, uh, we're just talking about quarterback, wide receiver, quarterback duo, but also wide quarterback, receiver. you know, receiver. It could be tight end. Chris brought up Pitts. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I, I think that, like I said, I think that, he, you know, this guy Bateman is going to be a number one wide receiver on, on the Ravens. I think he's going to have – you know, probably close to a thousand yards receiving this year. I that's you know maybe that's bold, but I, I, I think he's gonna. He's he's a guy that can go up and get it. He's a big you know bodied guy. You know he he's a great route runner. Like I said, I think that he gives them a, a legit option. He's one ninety. He's six foot, so maybe he's not as big as I thought he was, but he is. You know, I just think he he's got great catch radius. Um, he's an ideal NFL size as an outside target. Um, very great route runner, um, you know, very, very agile in space. Um, he's got pro ready hands and that's what you want from a receiver. So, 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 so I want to go, I want to go into something else since we're talking about best quarterback wide receiver duo. I think we should go with, it's probably Russ Wilson and DK Metcalf. So you want to go do a little, well, somebody that's been together. I think well, that's a great duo. And yeah, I mean, I, I was excited last year. I, I, I had uh, Russell Wilson as my fantasy guy. So I, I liked that definitely last year. But, but yeah, I mean, just I, I'm always something different. I love I'm that. Always I love that. that duo. That's a great duo. Um, yeah, that's yeah, a really that's good a good one. one. Really good one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for Mac Jones and Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Get out of here, Nelson Aguilar! Oh, we got, hey, we got, up some we got guys, Leo. So just... We got Leo saying hello a little bit there in the uh, in the pod. Uh, Leo saying Jets suck if you translate no, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's talking. I think I heard Mac Jones. I think I heard Mac Jones. Bust. Mac jo- that's what I heard. Did Mac Jones for MVP? What? <laughs> wow, here. Leo, that's bold. <laughs> well, well, thanks, guys. You know, I hope you guys tuned into the draft and are pumped for another great, uh, you know, NFL year and, and hopefully an exciting yeah, year. I really hope you guys made it. Explosive far, offense. Honestly. Um, Chris, I uh, want to wrap it up with some shout outs, Chris. Yeah, I kind of hope you guys made it this far into the podcast. I know most people don't, but it's cool. We'll, well, shout out to um, our, our guy, Mike Madden, the father of the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, we we, we got a shout out. Shout, to... shout out a couple more people. Well, shout out to Nick's Nick. boys getting married, I heard. Well, Nick's birthday Nick's is tomorrow. Yeah, it's Tommy oh, yeah, Trump's birthday tomorrow. Channing Hall going to get married. Channing's eloping, so congrats with that. Uh, Nick, Nick uh, Madden's getting married in a couple you. weeks, too. No. <laughs> may, may the fourth be with you, engaged. Nick. Happy birthday. <laughs> Tomorrow's your birthday, Nick. Happy birthday. Happy Is birthday, it the, bro. It's the big 26, I think. The big 3 Thank you. Yep. 2-6. Big 3 Cat here, Chris. Uh, all right. Keep going. Take it but, away, Chris. Um, yeah, we'll keep going. Um, but, yeah, if you want to follow us on the social media accounts, just look up the Sports Couch Podcast. It might come up. It might not. Just see what happens. I don't because we're, we're not paying for sponsors or nothing. But, um. Yeah, shout, shout out. out look, to... up strong, look up Strong Fox Productions. Look that up too for some music. Um, I think Nick's singing on there too, one of the songs. Uh, <laughs> also, shout out to Ben uh, Mason. Uh, again, Ben Mason getting drafted. Pretty exciting. Shout out Ben Mason for getting drafted. It's pretty cool. Guy from, from our um, hometown getting drafted. Um, pretty cool. But yeah, if there's anybody else you guys want to shout out before we go. No, right, thanks again, thanks guys, for listening. for listening, and we'll see you we'll next week on the couch. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back to our reg- regularly scheduled program uh, next Greg week. Horn, Ohio yep. State sucks. <laughs> All right, peace out, guys. Greg Horn, Ohio sucks. Ohio State sucks. Just want to get that in. Have a good one, guys.